bring that ass to the smoke pit because we have a fantastic guest calling in today, Nate Weber, Green Beret, Olympic athlete, no big deal, you know, just just crushing all the goals. Uh, so he's calling in through Zoom, so the audio quality may not be the best, so please excuse us this week for that, but, you know, we wanted to make sure we get to bring you these awesome guests. Hilarious episode brought to you by CombatCombOver.com. Products for your hair, beard, other areas. Use your discount code uh, SMOKEPIT to save yourself some money, as well as Grill Your Ass Off Seasoning. GrillYourAssOff.com, discount code SMOKEPIT. They have uh, all kinds of rubs for your meat. So enjoy the episode and stay tuned afterwards for a special message. What's up, Cream Pyres and Death Defiers? We are here with a very special guest today, um, Green Beret, Olympic athlete, just absolute beast of a man. <laughs> um, hey, guys, Nate Weber here, uh, U.S. Army Green Beret, 10th Special Forces Group member, and uh, currently Army U- or U.S. Army World Class Athlete Program member, uh, 18 Olympian in the sport of bobsled, and uh, all around circus clown on the internet right now. <laughs> yeah. Thank you guys. <laughs> so bobsledding, um, that that has to be a lot of like hip and leg and like back driving, you know. Um, so I, I can imagine that you really give whores the business <laughs> for at least. <laughs> yeah um you know you know it's uh it's it's one of the one of the definite perks of the job (laughs) out there and wear tights and you know show show off my ass so it's uh you know lady ladies know what they're getting themselves in for uh prior to and uh (laughs) it's 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 always it's always a good time and i think i picked a good sport because of that that's perfect yeah they're getting olympic level rogering that's right (laughs) something something like that you know for at least for for about 30 seconds because you know bobsled's not really a cardio sport so it doesn't very long well i mean you come to the right place yeah (laughs) yeah it's 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 a lot of a lot of aggression right away it's over really fast and uh you know, I don't, I don't know what to tell you after. <laughs> yeah. yeah, and it all ends with us yelling cool runnings. Yeah, that's right. <laughs> <laughs> How many times have you seen cool runnings? Yeah, I was just about to ask that, yeah. Um, honest, honestly, that was one of my favorite movies as a kid. I watched that thing all the time. And every time someone asks me if I've seen it, I'm probably going to go back and watch it again. Yeah, no, yeah, it's fantastic. So how accurate is that to real-life bobsledding in the Olympics? Um, honest, honestly? Uh, not really very accurate at all. Um, <laughs> honest. Well, okay. Okay. So my story, my story is actually a little bit like that because I spent a lot of my time poor in Jamaica. Afghanistan. <laughs> um, so like training and really training in really hot places, pushing ATVs and stuff in the desert, Niger and, um, you know, running, running through, uh, I, I wouldn't call it like one mortar that got fired at me one time while I was running prints in Afghanistan um but they kind of they kind of made a cool running story out of it when I went to the Olympics which was pretty cool that's awesome yeah. like a dream come true yeah <laughs> that's super fucking dope cool so uh, if there's any misconceptions about being an Olympic athlete that are out there uh clear up what would you say um so I'm gonna, I'm gonna hit on the big thing that everyone really wants to know is how much sex goes on in the Olympic Village is it as crazy as everyone says. Yeah. I hate I hate to burst everyone's bubble on this, um, but it's really not. 
Um, a lot of a lot of the times you've got people who are competing in the first week. So if you're matching up with them on Tinder or whatever, seeing them in the village, they're probably, you know, pretty focused on their event. And then if you're people that go last, which is what we are, you know, then that then as soon as that first week is over, it's it's game time for you. So it's actually it's actually pretty hard to do. Um He's tried. <laughs> yeah, yeah. And, and, and a lot of a lot of the, you know, the, you know, whatever they say, the million condoms were used. A lot of those are just taken as a joke because uh because they usually have funny stuff written on them or little funny characters, because we were in Korea. So there there was a little condom man on it and uh it, it got it got some pretty big laughs, but it's uh unfortunately not this big, wild, crazy orgy that most yeah think it is i will never watch again yeah <laughs> um, i know <laughs> and I, I think the second most burning question that uh that our listeners would want to know is are the condoms smaller in korea um honestly they were still too big for me so <laughs> uh i can't i can't offer a whole lot a whole lot of advice on that one um <laughs> it was it was on is it was too hot outside to be wearing them anyway so okay well again you've come to the right place I love it. <laughs> right on so um when did you first realize uh did, did uh, that you were gonna go after bobsledding like did like i've i mean i grew up in florida so like we don't have ice there to begin with so i've, I've never been skiing or anything like that but mike grew up in south canada so um indiana indiana the greatest state <laughs> uh, the think, land the land where sleeves are optional that's right with your hands fuck yes so where did you grow up was there a bobsledding facility like i've I've never seen a place (laughs) where like you'd be like take a date bobsledding you know oh man that would that would that would be quite the date um i need i need to get back on the track you know take girls up to the bobsled track yeah that'd be cool Play pretty at night but um so i grew up in colorado Mm -hmm. uh but most bobsledders actually don't grow up doing the sport very rarely does that happen we recruit most of our athletes from, you know, maybe a year or two in the NFL or they ran track in college. You get, you get a lot of those guys. So how I got into it is I'm going to tell you, I'm going to tell you a story and the name of the story is I took a shit and it changed my life. It's going to be the title of this episode. Of course. <laughs> yeah. That's, that's a great title for the episode. So I was going through my special forces training and a buddy of mine, trying to get his green beret early going, going through his first divorce while we were going through our training. So he had a barracks room uh, right above where we did all our medical stuff at. And I'm a medic. He's a medic. We are doing our training. And I went up there one day and wouldn't you know it, this was before the time of cell phones. So I had to take a shit and I picked up a magazine. It was a men's health magazine. Mm. Had a story in it about a guy who dropped out of the Air Force Academy and tried out for the bobsled team because apparently they do recruiting combines. And if you're a really good athlete, you can basically teach a monkey how to push a bobsled if he's a good enough athlete. Yeah. Said that he won a gold medal three years later. And I'm like, man, if that motherfucker can win a gold medal, <laughs> I was the fastest kid at field day in elementary school. Please <laughs> make the Olympic team. So... Um, I ran my mouth to some of my surgery instructors and honestly, I forgot about the whole thing until like two years later. And this, this surgery instructor, he walks, he walks up to me because he came to my company at 10th group. He's like, Hey, Nate, uh, what the hell, man? I thought you said you were going to be 
an Olympian. What happened with that? And literally later that day, I walked into our, our strength and conditioning program and I showed him, hey, this is what they test on for bobsled. I need you to make me good at this. Can you do that? Mm-hmm. And then fast forward to eight years later, I was on the Olympic team with the guy I read about. Oh, that's oh, cool. Wow. That's awesome. Yeah, that's pretty cool. Yeah. Yeah. So like, how, how did they notify you that you had made the team? Was it like carrier pigeon? Like, yeah. did like a, like a, somebody come flying out of the tree in a snowboard and just like hand you the paper and like hit a sweet half pipe? Yeah. Like, how did that happen? <laughs> So we actually, we, you have a pretty good idea because you know how many teams you qualified. So we qualified three sleds for the last Olympics and it was pretty much known, Hey, if you're on one of those sleds, if you're the guys pushing them, be on the Olympic team. Uh, but it was pretty cool. So we were in uh, Berchtesgaden, Germany at the time um, when they were going to make the announcement and we had just, you know, raced our last race before the selections were going to be decided the week before. So we're in this office at the bobsled track where you can see Hitler's eagle nest, eagle's nest from. Oh, wow. And we're all sitting in a room just kind of waiting, you know, basically like, you know, it's going to happen. It's, it's, a, it's a done deal. It was so, it was so cool. And the, uh, the CEO of USA bobsled comes in and tells everyone, the U.S. Olympic team is this, and they tell you, you know, whose sled you're going to be on. So that was really the only surprise at the time, but it was, uh, you know, in the mountains, in Germany, snow falling, eagles nest up above us is a pretty awesome experience to, to say the least. Wow. That's fucking dope. Yeah. That's one of those fucking like once in a lifetime kind of, kind of moments. You know? I need to shit and read men's health more often. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. You know, you never, you never know what's going to happen if you pick up a magazine on the toilet. Yeah, that's true. Yeah. So being that, you know, you were, um, it, you know, that, that, that you know you got your green braid and your special forces um how much of your book is going to be dedicated to that moment <laughs> um you know what i need i need to come up with a, i need to come up with a good working title for my book because everyone tells me i need to write one yeah because i'm not, not shitting on you because like we're in the process of writing our book like <laughs> if you can make money, money my friend yeah, yeah. you know should, should i should i go with the same title we're doing for the podcast i took a shit and it changed my life i, I mean I don't know if that one's necessarily family friendly, but I'm not exactly family friendly anymore. <laughs> well, see, the thing is, it's like, you know, I don't, I don't know what the general public think, um, you know, Green Berets do, but generally it's not very family friendly. That's true. You know? Yeah. Well, yeah. So that was, that was a culture shock for me when, uh, um, when I kind of, I kind of sold it to everyone. I'm like, Hey, this would be great PR for you guys. Um, if I can make the Olympics team, uh, the Olympic team, because I did it while I was a member of 10th group. I had, I had a lot of really great command support, um, while I was going through that whole process. I can't even get a dental appointment because we got the field. <laughs> like they're letting you go to the Olympics. Like, fuck yes. You had a good command. Yeah, no, the 10th, the 10th group, the 10th group command is 100% the reason why I was able to go to the Olympics. So support me through it and everything. And I kind of sold it to him like, Hey, this would be great PR. Um, I did, I did run into, uh, in, into a little bit of trouble with, you know, with my Instagram and stuff. Cause I have pictures with my shirt off and everything. And you know, you know how like brass is in, in the army. It wasn't my command. It was, you know, other people but they were apparently a little upset about that. And I'm sitting over here like, do you not know the kind of guys who want to join special forces? Right. They want to see me wearing dress blues and saluting the American flag every day. They want to, they want to see a little bit of real stuff. They want to see me drinking beer and having fun and 
you know, doing meathead things with my friends. Yeah. Yeah. I remember when I tried out for reconnaissance, uh, you know, it wasn't service to country or glory. It was shirtless pictures of men drinking beer, you know? <laughs> yes, exa exactly. You know, I, that I want them to PT me so hard that I got the V cut. But I never did. Yeah, it's so, it you know really we're not we're not we're not a bunch of choir boys as much as they want to pretend, you know pretend we are in the public image. It's it's you know there's there's some bad dudes, um, you know NSF and Marine Recon and in, in in the SEALs. It's uh, you know it's a cultural thing. Mm -hmm. Very much so. Yeah. So we um uh, we you know we have our our preconceptions about the Olympics and you know you've dispelled all of our hopes and dreams about right, that right. like i mean that now any i don't know okay so hold on hold on let me let me caveat that. maybe it's maybe it was just me maybe i just don't have any game maybe it's a me problem well after this episode airs you're going to be swimming in it brothers so don't worry yeah. about it <laughs> oh man i i i don't even know what to say thank you <laughs> me with with you know all, all of your groupies. <laughs> uh, fun fact, a, uh, I think it was uh, 10, 11 months ago or so, uh, a girl tried to catfish me uh, by claiming that she was on the Olympic snowboarding team. Mm, that's true. Mm. And that's such a bold fucking claim that for like the first month, like I didn't even think to fact check it, you know? <laughs> and then I started yeah. fucking realizing, I was like, wait a second. I feel like there would be more pictures of her at the Olympics on her Instagram instead of just all these like slutty, you know, like lingerie or like booty short pictures, you know what I mean? Yep. So I Googled and there was nothing to be found. And so like I confronted her about it and she came up with some like bullshit excuse. And I was just like, I'm really so fucking stupid that like I didn't even Google this. He's <laughs> <laughs> hot, you know, like, like, yeah. How, how fucking stupid could you, like, I know how stupid I am, but how fucking stupid <laughs> could, could an individual possibly be? So, like, have, have you ever experienced, uh, whether it be with, you know, Green Berets or, you know, some sort of athletic uh, club or achievement, like, somebody has, like, tried to bullshit you and you've been able to sniff them out? Oh, so actually, actually something similar to what you, uh, what you said happens a lot at the Olympics is you have to be careful out there. Uh, a lot of people aren't savvy to it. You get people who will try and catfish you. So, if you're swiping on Tinder or doing whatever... Um, you'll match with people and they'll say they're in Korea or whatever, but they'll immediately want to FaceTime or Skype or do whatever it is. And you get on Skype with them and immediately take off their clothes, immediately start playing with themselves. And it's like, I could see how people could fall into this trap, but they, what's the fucking problem here? <laughs> like, that's the opposite. Like we know. Oh Josh yeah. No, like you get, you get without FaceTiming and they're already flicking the beam like on day one. Oh yeah, no, you get you get like playmate style women who who are who are doing this and they're running a scam because they want to get you on a webcam. Mm -hmm. They're like, oh, pull pull it out, daddy, and I'm like, um, I don't think so. Not not gonna happen. Yeah. Uh, but they want they want you to pull it out on camera so they can try and blackmail you for money and everything. Um, the good the good thing the good thing is with bobsledders is. You know, we usually make it to more than one Olympics, so people are savvy to this, and you know, we we brief each other up on it before we go. And as soon as we get one of these girls, we we call everyone into the room. We're like, boys, we got one, <laughs> <laughs> and we get a little free show, and uh, it's a lot of fun. So, 
camaraderie. That's what it's so all there's about. There's that, but pe- people try and catfish catfish women with my picture all the time. I don't. I don't really get it. I'm like, you could pick. You could pick a much better looking guy than me if you're going to catfish women. Yeah. But you go play your game. Maybe it's they want to look a little bit attainable. But uh, <laughs> yeah, no, I see. I see that stuff all the time, and 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 every now and then, like. I'll have I'll have someone slide in my DMs. And I'm like, all right, uh, your profile is sketchy. I'm usually pretty good at sussing this stuff out now. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Okay, uh, you want to tell them about that uh, that thing you did with the catfishing? What was the name of that program? <laughs> oh, uh, social catfish. That was called. I, you were the one who did the article. <laughs> I drink a lot. I don't know. So <laughs> essentially, very nice company out of California reached out to me because I am also one of the ones who Jesus uh, Christ. I have. Yeah, please look it up. I have uh, at least a dozen a week of new people saying, oh, I'm being scammed by pictures of you because military pictures. And I now that you've said attainability is probably a portion of it. Uh, but yeah, so they reached out to me and they did like this whole op-ed piece about like just being careful and just like reading signs and stuff. So um, I, I guess my question to you is like, do you still empathize with the victims of this stuff? Or have you reached a point where you're like, fuck, who cares? Because I'm at fuck who cares right now. Um, no, I, st- I still do. Uh, I, think, I think people need to be a, be a little bit smarter about it because I mean, let's be realistic. Like if I'm sitting on the other end of the computer screen, um, I realize a Playboy playmate is not messaging me. You know, um, that is absolutely false because you're way taller and jacked than I am, <laughs> exactly. And I've messed around with that. So no, you, you okay. Just, first off, I'm o- I'm only I'm only five foot fourteen inches tall, so not not even above six feet. Uh, and ap- apparently, being a tall being tall is a thing. Is five I, six, okay. I, on a good day. Yeah, I found this out recently that you know that, that, that lets that lets lets people be ugly. Is hey, as long as you're tall, you can be as ugly as you want to be. Let's be nice. Oh, what a time! To, what a time to be alive. Um, but I am I empathize with them a little bit because um, I mean it's always nice to have that hope that hey, this really cool thing could be happening. But at the same time, it's like they're probably speaking broken English to you, right? Um, they're not getting on FaceTime with you. You're not, you're not doing your due diligence to verify. And at what point ever has a soldier like been deployed and needed money to get back? That's not right. Exactly. Yeah. It's like y'all, y'all, y'all both guys and girls, both of you need to be smarter. Yeah. It happens on both sides. People need, people need to be a little bit smarter about it and be a little bit more realistic about what's going on. And uh, you know, look at the red flags, which In all honesty, I'm not the best at doing. I can't. I can't date someone unless they, you know, present me a big bouquet of red flags right at the beginning. I'm like, <laughs> right on. So, uh, Mike, you got any more questions for our guest before we uh, before we start plugging our sponsors? Oh no, I'm good, man. <laughs> yeah, I'm good. What do you really? want? I'm the co-host. <laughs> really? I think you're, I look charming, and I giggle at your terrible jokes. See, you gotta, you gotta tell people, you gotta tell people to follow me on Instagram at Nate Weber Actual. Um, there we you go. Know, I'm being more myself on there now. Uh, a little bit less PC, a little bit less family friendly. Um, guns, beer drinking, uh, memes occasionally. Uh, give me a follow. I'd appreciate it. You know all the all all the support you can give me to get to the uh, the next Olympics is uh, man it's 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 really appreciated. I love all you guys out there. 
Fuck yeah. Yeah, we uh, we, we appreciate you taking the time. Um, I know you have a, a very demanding schedule of beer drinking <laughs> and vagina slang. Um, <laughs> preparation for various things. Like I'm looking at a picture of you now in wrestling speedo. Yeah, it's a singlet. Yeah, with a yeah, the singlet, the singlet. Yeah. No, you a, look good, man. A giant lightning bolt I coming from see, your crotch. Yeah, I can see the, <laughs> the pork and the beans. Don't <laughs> hey, you know what? Go go ahead and plug that all you want. My favorite pastime is disappointing women. So uh, <laughs> line line up, ladies. Here I am. Right. Okay, and so is there uh, anything else uh, you want everybody to know about you uh, before we sign off? Uh, about me, man, I feel I feel like we talked we talked about me uh, me the whole time. Um, you know, I, I think I think I've said it all. Like, I'm I'm a big fan of yours. I have been for a long time. I appreciate what you're doing. I appreciate you having me on the podcast. Uh, it's it's really awesome. Just kind of you know, thank you to everyone who's listening, and you know that that buys into this stuff and is a fan of this stuff because it's it's really cool to be a part of this and be a part of this community yeah we we appreciate that and it's it's always great to see veterans going on to do uh you know uh, yeah i know you're still active but like you know people going on to do other things besides their you know just their deployments one of the 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 most meaningful messages that i've gotten recently is that uh, somebody said that they follow me because they enjoy seeing like Mike and I go out and do these events and like travel and do cool stuff because like your best days aren't like when you were 18 to 22. Like there yeah. are so many good times beyond that. And, you know, whether it's, um, you know, your service or the things that you do in the afterglow of that or the people that you go on to help um, afterwards, it's like you don't have to look back at your quote unquote glory days because regardless of wherever you came from, you can always have your better days ahead. It's just a matter of having the, um, you know, the indomitable spirit to tell yourself, like, I'm not done. Like, I, I, I'm not done with my mission, whatever that may be, to help people, to compete athletically in whatever uh, arena. You know, like, there's you know, people who didn't get famous until they're in their 50s or 60s. My grandfather ran his first marathon in his 70s. You know, like there's, there's so much daylight ahead of these guys. And it's so sad to see when somebody gets out at 22 or 23 and now they're 28 or 35 and they think that they're just a washed up piece of shit because, you know, they're no longer in uniform. It's like, brother, man, you don't need that. You can set your mind on something. You can help people. You, there's not events in your area, create your own one. And there's light out there. There's hope. You can control your future. You get to decide what comes next. Oh yeah, absolutely. It's a hundred percent of mentality. If you're, if you're sitting there today, you know, and someone's asking you, Hey, what's, what's the coolest thing that you've done? What's the coolest thing you're working on? And you know, it's, it's something five years in your past, man, it's, it's time to start working on something new. Um, always, always be working towards a goal. Always be trying to do something bigger and better. Um, you know, you never want to have the same story that you told a couple of years ago, be the best story you've ever told. And I've, I've come to realize that over the past few years is every single year, I, my life gets better and better. And, you know, it's because I just, I keep working at it and trying to do new things. And honestly, I like two years from now, I'm hoping to be in another Olympics. Um, but I know that's not going to be, be the end for me. I want to do something bigger and better after that. So the, the Olympics will hopefully be, you know, like a, uh, a little side note to, Hey, I did this and this and this. Also, I was an Olympian. 
um, I think I think it's really important for people to have that mentality is yeah. always, always keep working, always keep your eyes on the prize, always have some sort of goal to, to go to. Mm. All right, Mike, now you say something inspirational. No, no, no fucking way. <laughs> no fucking way. Mike's like, I will catfish so many Chinese, <laughs> right. Chinese women. Hey, hey, you know what? My pictures work really, really well for that. Yeah. Well, I'm, I'm giving you official creative license to go ahead and, you know, screenshot all my pictures off of Instagram and, and see whatever you get out of it. It's not going to be much. Mm-hmm. You're, you're going to be fishing the bottom of the barrel, but you know what? It's, <laughs> it's, 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 it's still fishing. So yeah yeah hell yeah and although i'm so sick and tired of hearing special forces guys tell me it's mindset you know like uh, i'm just tired Uh, i'm a fat lazy piece of shit and that's not going to change i need you to tell me something else that's going to fix me Um, i'm kidding but (laughs) (laughs) but, um yeah no no get off we'll we'll get off the inspirational train for a second and we'll just go with you know fuck bitches get money that's the mindset you need to have there it is. Well, yeah, and but but at the end of the day, it is a mindset because there's been times, and we talked about this before, where you're on deployment, and it's like, hey, nobody gets shot today because I will fuck the gunshot wound, you know. Mm-hmm. So yeah. I don't know <laughs> the it is. If you're if you're pulling ass, you're pulling ass. Like be grateful. Hey, you know, you know, you know what? If you've had a girlfriend who's been been on her period, it's not much different. So yeah. No, and that has not stopped either of us. <laughs> no, you know what? You know what? You got you got to be brave some days. You got to be brave. Throw down a towel and get get to business because you know dad needs to get taken care of. <laughs> I've, I've always I've always told everyone this. You know you know who's uh, my dick is big enough for one, one to get one person off, and that's me. And that's that's <laughs> really um, fantastic. <laughs> Yeah, that's. Uh, I think that's gonna be the quote that I put under the. the, the <laughs> oh man, I can't, I can't, I can't wait till this gets put out and you know, <laughs> it gets sent up to USASOC and USA, yeah. you know, every every other agency. Uh, oh man, this is this this is gonna be this is gonna be great news for Nate. <laughs> well, they're big fans, so. <laughs> yep. <laughs> All right, so uh, lightning round. I have three quick questions for you, and I just need to hear the first thing that comes to your mind. All right. All right. Mike, fuckable or super fuckable? Um, I'm going to go with super fuckable. That's big. That means a lot. Thank yeah. you. Okay. Next question is, if you had to write a book today, what would the title be? Uh, well, I think, I think we've covered this already. Uh, I took a shit and it changed my life. All right. Now, if the publishers are like, you can't use the word shit, what would you say? Well, I took a dump and it changed my life. <laughs> there it is. I love, I love the PC it. version. That's right. Or let me, let me, let me throw a little bit of shade to the Navy SEALs way. Uh, how about I dropped off the SEAL team and it changed my life. <laughs> oh, we got some unfollows over that one. We got some people mad. Oof. Just going to hide this. Bit. I'm just kidding. I love you guys. I love, I, love, I, love, I come to San Diego and steal your women every now and then. <laughs> just stay away from Virginia Beach, you son of a you bitch. Of a bitch. <laughs> <laughs> Women here are only, they don't deserve you. Uh, I don't oh man, I hear I hear I hear Virginia Beach is nice this time of year. Marine Corps balls and everything. Oh yeah, that's yeah, true. lots of plenty going yeah, on. That's a lot, yeah. I'm yep. itching just thinking about it. And the, I, I will say that the most depressing thing about it is this is about the time of the year 
that most of like the InstaFit girls that I know in the area are getting played by military dudes. So it's just like their stories are just constantly filled with like inspirational quotes. And oh my God. You know what? Miss me with that stuff. I get it. You're a strong woman and he's not good enough for you. Um, <laughs> but let's, let's be honest, 50% of the time, um, actually probably more than, statistically speaking, more than 50% of the time, you're probably the problem. So <laughs> all yeah. the inspirational stuff you want. I see right through it. There, uh, there was this girl that I knew. She was, uh, she just turned 18 and she was like Miss Teen Brazil uh, and from Florida. And I met her on OkCupid da- dating myself. How old are you? Yeah. yeah. And, and so she was just full of fucking games and drama. And I got to the point where I was just like, look, I'm done with your shit. And she's like, oh, you're just like every other guy. And I was like, well, if every guy fucking acts this way, then maybe you're the problem because you're the only common denominator. Oh, she got fucking mad. Okay, so someone someone told me something that I'm taking kind of now as, as sage women or sage wisdom. Um, if she's hot and she's single, she's the problem, man. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, that's fair because um, – uh, Cause the funny thing is that like the cool thing about like our female followers is a lot of them are like, like they're, they're not prima donnas. Like they'll like be like, yeah, like, you know, it's, that's obviously not all women, but we know which ones you're talking about. <laughs> <laughs> yep. yep. Yeah. We've, be we've seen it. Tale, a tale as old as time. Yeah. And it's usually like, you know, if your guy friends tell you to avoid a girl, like that, that, that can be taken hit or miss depending on how fucking dry it's been for you. But if a female friend tells you to avoid a girl, like you should take that to heart. I think oh that, yeah. That oh yeah. hundred percent. hundred percent. I like him. Agreed. Agreed. Like him. <laughs> All right. Final question. Would you rather kill a thousand Taliban and nobody know? or kill zero Taliban and everyone thinks that you killed a thousand and you have to deal with like the press tour and publicity and medal ceremony as a fraud? Um, actually, I'm kind of the second person. Uh, <laughs> I, don't, I don't know. People, people think I've probably killed tons of people in my military career and stuff, which isn't the case. Um, but I would, honest, if, if I had to choose, I would rather kill a thousand Taliban and no one know. Mm. Um, because I, I don't know. I'm, I am the second guy. I'm the second guy, except I'm, I'm very, you know, very upfront in, in everything about, about my service, um, which I think is important to do. If yeah. anyone lies about it, fuck you, you're a piece of shit. <laughs> um, I, um, if, if the best story you have is a lie, go fuck yourself. Wow. That's big. <laughs> You know, not not to brag too much, but I have killed uh, millions of Taliban. <laughs> <laughs> I made sure that I gave all of our POWs hand jobs, right, and to make sure that their seed would not find their way into um, Taliban uteruses. Mm-hmm. But, That's diabolical. That's absolutely diabolical. I don't know why I wasn't doing that on my deployments. Yeah. Um, you know, maybe maybe I can get another deployment in before I hit twenty. <laughs> <laughs> you know, I can I can take that that pearl. And, yeah. uh, share it, share it with my junior Delta and, you know, whoever else is on my team and oh, yeah. do, we'll do the Lord's work. <laughs> yeah. Cause I mean, you're, we've been in this war for 18 years. That means the guys that weren't getting jacked off in 2011, their kids are now 18. We so, could have, we could have solved a lot of problems that way. If we were just jerking them off 18 years ago, there wouldn't be any of them left. No, there wouldn't. Sure. 
And I mean, I don't, I'm not to brag or anything, but you know, after my deployments were over, you notice there was a big downtake. <laughs> uh, after after 2012, I mean, essentially, you know, the wars kind of dwindled down. And I mean, I don't want to take you know, you know, that. you know what? Eventually, they're they're going to call the generation of Taliban that come after you. Uh, you left that Afghanistan. They're going to be like the boomers. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> same thing. Same thing as World War II. It's a big population spike because Daniel's not there to you know, <laughs> Taliban. Um, he's got to go back to his goat and. <laughs> You know, some, sometimes they get pregnant too. You know, <laughs> never, never trust a goat when she says she's on birth control. <laughs> Fuck me sideways is what the goat would say. Is what the goat would say. <laughs> Which my my goat isn't the best, but it usually translates to bah, ah, ah. <laughs> accent is very important. You know. Yep, you're you're. <laughs> Bad man. Yeah, <laughs> there it is. That's more sheep. I don't know. You know what? They're all the same to me. I can't tell them apart at this point. <laughs> all right. Awesome. Racist. <laughs> all right. So closing thoughts. Um, we have a, a fair amount of uh, of listeners who are either in high school or in college, and they're part of either the JROTC or the ROTC program. Um, what what advice would you give to people who maybe just started their career or about to just start their career? <laughs> Um, as far as, uh, you know, being a little bit more experienced and have done a lot more things, what advice would you give to those young guys? Um, so the advice I would give to those young guys is no one's going to be an advocate for your career, but you. Uh, so if you want to do something, you need to make sure that you're the one making that happen. And if you put yourself in positions where you're volunteering for things, where you're working hard, uh, where you're doing that sort of stuff, opportunity will come from, come from that. Um, you'll be the guy who gets that Ranger School slot. You'll be the guy who gets that Airborne School slot. You know, if if you're a guy who really wants to go and have a career in the military and be successful and do cool stuff, you need you need to work for that because it's the same as everywhere else. As hard as you work is as hard as uh, or as much opportunity as you'll get. And you too can have hip surgery at 32. <laughs> yes, abs- absolutely. Absolutely. Um, which we'll, we'll see, you know, jury's out on that one, whether that's from the, uh, from, from the military and my service or, you know, from extracurriculars. It's 100% from the military. <laughs> directly related. You're like Olympics, what? <laughs> yeah. Will not get treatment otherwise. Oh no, I was I was talking about other extracurriculars, but you know, th- those are those are all allegedly. Allegedly, <laughs> I like that. Perfect. That's a very it's worth the day on the show. It is. No, it is. <laughs> <laughs> Usually whenever we say that, a bunch of fours pop out. We do cocaine, but we're trying to keep a little bit more PG since since you're on the show. Oh yeah, no, it's no one no one no one I've ever known or ever seen has ever done anything like that. I can't believe I can bring it up. It's terrible. Uh, I'm, I'm going to send you some links to some nice churches. Some online. <laughs> you guys can find Jesus. <laughs> Fantastic. Well, um, again, uh, Nate Weber on Instagram. Uh, look for his new book. I uh, took a dump and it changed my life. <laughs> uh, available in audio. Yeah, um, strictly think, audio. Yeah. yeah, I think we're getting Sean Connery to, to narrate the audible. Yeah, I was taking a shit. <laughs> I was taking a shit. I, yeah, no, that would be epic. That would be epic. I wish I was that cool. <laughs> well, brother man, thank you for your time and bye. Thank, thank you for having me on. Uh, peace out, guys. 
We hope you enjoyed that episode as much as we enjoyed recording it. <laughs> and if, if you did, please share with your friends. Uh, we appreciate it, even if it's just a mention in conversation or if you're smashing that share button and sending it to all your contacts. Make sure you follow us on Instagram, YouTube, and Facebook. Or not, that's cool too. But do check out warfighterscuba.org, nonprofit group that does diving trips for combat wounded veterans. Super cool, as well as strikeforceenergy.com, discount code SMOKEPIT to get the liquid energy packets that we uh, always have in our beer whenever we're recording. All right, guys, have a good weekend and happy holidays.